You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. This week on Word Bros, we talk to uh, my main man, 50 grand, number one, Stunna out in Los Angeles, California. We talk to David Booher from Vault Comics. He's got a book out called Powerless, and he also is the co-writer with Mark Wahlberg, of all people, of a book called Alien Bounty Hunter. Kevin met him, uh, you met him in person at Baltimore Comic Con, yes? Baltimore, I like how you cut a promo on him. I thought that was good. Well, you know, I mean, I just it just happens. It comes naturally to you. Yeah, it really does. You have have all those mic skills. I'm just, I'm like, you know what, I can't, apparently, um, a nine-minute Black Thought freestyle just dropped from the roots. Did Black, they? Oh, Thought, Black Thought from the roots dropped a nine-minute freestyle. So uh, I'm going to, after we get done recording, I'm going to edit Dork Trek because I, I hadn't had a chance to do that today because I've been super busy. And I'm going to listen to nine minutes of Black Thought Yeah, people sleep on Black Thought because he's dope. I always say that. Like, see? Black Thought is a great MC. The roots, is, they're a great hip-hop He's group. one of the top ten MCs ever, I would say. I would have to agree. I don't know where he ranks on your list, but he's one of the top 10. MCs oh, no, he's now. definitely top 10. Like, Black Thought is, I mean. I'd say a, he's around six. There is a soul, There's a song on Ghostface Killer's record, Apollo Kids, called In the Park. If you have a Spotify account or the internet, you can just kind of Google it. And uh, I love Ghostface. I love Ghostface. He's my favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. And Black, Black Thought, Thought crushes that track, rips yeah. him to shreds. He crushes he, it. Yeah, it's amazing. So I'm really looking forward to listening to it in nine minutes. I it's don't know like, if you should say. I think you should edit out rips in the shreds because when Ghostface punches you in the nose, I ain't got your back. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool story, <laughs> it break, bro. It breaks your jaw. I don't know nothing. That'd I mean, be a cool story, I'm bro. Be like Puffy, you're gonna be like Mace. I mean, I'll, I'll get out the game and find Jesus, son. <laughs> But the thing is, if if Ghostface punches me out because of the one bad thing I said about him after praising him for many years, then I don't know if he deserves my fandom. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I've done nothing but it's talk not about even really a bad thing, how wonderful. But I'm just saying, if I talk about how wonderful you are for so long and you just focus on the one negative thing, then I don't think I'm the problem here, Ghostface. I think you're the problem. Ghostface, I think if you're listening to this, which you're probably not. Cause you maybe, I heard, you know, I heard we're big with the Wu-Tang. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you don't give a fuck about two nerds. No. But, uh, <laughs> but if you're listening to this, the person you should punch in the jaw is Martin Shirekli, Shirekli, you should- uh He already tried. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think I went to jail or whatever, didn't he? I don't know. Um, but I mean, my I whole thing so. is like, that's all. If if you're focusing again on the negative after all the positive things that have been said about you, then maybe you're the problem, dude. What? When when Chris Evans when Chris Evans said he was gonna punch that dude in the face when Captain America tells you he's gonna punch you in the face you have problems so yeah that's, that's what he said about that guy like how come nobody ever says when Johnny Storm says he's gonna punch you in the face <laughs> because, because Johnny Storm is not iconic because that movie was garbage that was okay did you like right. that it was alright uh, I, I mean I it was love, a, it I was love Ben Grimm I yeah love ben I thought I thought uh, Michael Chiklis was great but the rest of that movie. Yeah, the rest of that movie okay. was just, it's just okay. All right. yeah. yeah, I was with you. I, I saw it in a movie theater. I was like, man, they did a great job on Ben Grimm. Yeah. I could say. <laughs> I walked out and went, I like the popcorn. And then that was it. Like, it was a movie. Like, it was like, I got, to, I was inside for two hours. It was the, air conditioned. The new Fantastic Four I haven't seen yet, but it's apparently on something where I can watch it. And I'm like, do I want to watch it? Do I not want to watch it? I'm, I'm kind of torn here because I've good. been watching... I didn't watch it. I watched uh, I watched Godless on Netflix instead. Ah, the the movie about the the, the TV show about the Lady Town. Yeah, it was great. I, it was it was awesome. I haven't seen it. Right now, Stephanie and I are watching Big Mouth. Is that any good? Eh. 
I don't know. Sure? I, I don't know. know. I'm, How many episodes in are you, and you're not, and you're not sure? Like five, seven? Really? I can decide by like two whether or not I'm going to be in or not. Here's the thing. Like, all right, one episode will be really great, and the next episode will be like, eh. Or like there'll be a there'll be an episode and like they'll have like three jokes that do really well and then they'll have one joke that's kind of eh. so uh, it's 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 kind of hit and miss. Maya Rudolph's in it and she plays the uh, the hormone mistress because it's about kids that are going through puberty. So one of the main character kids is in puberty and he has this guy called the hormone monster who just wants him to jerk off all the time. Um, and it's, the interactions there are pretty funny. Sometimes they go a little bit too far with it. Are you sure Um, you didn't write, you didn't write this? No, I swear to God I didn't. (laughs) And then, and then they had, there's three friends. It's, and then there's the, the, the friend who's a girl who she starts going through puberty and she has the hormone mistress and it's voiced by Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live. And she, she's far and away the best part of the show. So the episodes that she's in, I love. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's just like, it's I right. like, it's Maya not Rudolph is wonderful though. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I don't know if it's, I like, I like the like, show or I like Maya Rudolph. Chris, Kristen Wiig. Like anytime I see uh, also, Wiig. also on the wonderful. show. Oh, she's wonderful. So she plays the female leads vagina. That's crazy. It's a weird show. Do it's they a, have the vagina like talk to her or something? Yes. Okay, see, I don't know if I want to see a cartoon with talking vaginas. I I just don't. This is the one thing about Japanese anime that no, no, it's it's about. done pretty well. Like the girl is discovering her body, and like the the hormone mistress tells her to like look at her vagina, and she does, and it's Kristen Wiig, and it's kind of funny. Okay, right. yeah, it's so it's it's clever at least, you know. Okay, that that yeah. works. I I mean, I liked Godless. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm talking vaginas, yeah. but I liked Godless, and okay. I, I would recommend a watch on that. All right. And did you ever get to watch Taboo? Mm-mm. Dude, you should totally watch. Taboo. Sounds too sexy for me. Uh, it's it's uh it's really good, dude. It's okay. um it's Tom uh, Hardy, and he is. But that's that's your man crush. No, no, not at all. Actually, like weirdly, weirdly enough, I didn't watch it for him being in it. I watched it because I was watching the trailer for it, and it like they show all like they show all the like cool action parts in the trailer. But it's very uh, Victorian England, foggy. He's wearing a top hat, but he's like tattooed from head to toe because he's been living amongst the natives. In, okay, and part of America, and his mother is part native, and he probably doesn't have a shirt on because that's what Tom Hardy likes to do. Like, no, no, he has a shirt on. Really? He's, okay, he's that's dressed very Victorian England. He hasn't. He even has a little top hat on. Uh, it's his dialect that's kind of crazy in that movie. So, okay. Show. Um, it's just a. I really enjoyed the show up to the last episode, which I didn't not enjoy. I was just like. I have no idea what they're trying to do with it now. Like they spent this whole season building all this stuff up and all the story arcs and the threads were wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the last episode and you're like, not sure where some of it's going. Okay. Was the only issue I had with the show, but it's okay. only, it's only like eight, eight uh, episodes long, but they're like an hour each. Okay. I'll have to check so it out. It's to- totally worth it. Totally, uh, totally worth it. And right. Godless, Godless was also good. And right. I watched that. And Frontier, Frontier was good too okay all right you watch a lot of tv maybe you should work on writing some comics maybe that's just me though i don't know i don't know but let's talk right. <laughs> let's talk to david Buher. Right. he's from vault comics he's got his book out now it's called uh, powerless he's also got alien bounty hunter so let's talk to david Buher. yeah all right Ready? Let's do it. All right, ladies All and right. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I present to you a man Kevin met in person at the Baltimore Comic Con. You spoke so highly of him, we had to have him on. We just had to. We had no other choice. We had no other choice. Wow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen from uh, Vault Comics, uh, you do Alien Bounty Hunter over there, correct? Yeah, I do. And I do another one called Powerless. Yes. Uh, David Booher, everybody. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Of course. Like I said, man, Kevin's, Kevin spoke so highly of you after Baltimore Comic Con. I did. I said he was great. He was, he's, he was fun. We hung out all weekend. 
Now we see well, he's, he's trying to downplay it now, Dave. But like when he was like, dude, Dave was really cool, man. He's a good dude. We got to have him on. So oh, yeah. After about, about five minutes of, you know, after meeting Kevin, I was like, why don't you come behind my table and sit here and we'll just <laughs> shoot the shit for, you know, two days straight. And it was, it was fun. <laughs> see, that's the thing about Kevin, man. Like he's <laughs> Kevin is like sneaky attachable like you don't really because you see him he's got this big beard and he's kind of gruff looking and but when you talk to him you get to know him he's a real sweetheart and you just want him <laughs> around all the time oh uh, just a, just a teddy bear you know yeah but, um, it, it was funny because <laughs> some people who yeah come up to the table and you know they know me from from photos and stuff and it takes me some time to recognize them and kevin came up to my table and i'll tell you within like a millisecond I looked at him and I'm like, I know you. <laughs> um, You're Christian Dabari. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what happens to me at cons. I don't know, man. Just Kevin. If I don't talk to Kevin once a day, I feel like my day is a failure. I got to talk to talk Kevin once a day. Like once that just, day. he's, he's my anchor, man. And I'm glad that you got to appreciate that too at, uh, at Baltimore Comic Con. Now, what were you doing in Baltimore? Cause you're a West coast cat, right? Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I live in LA. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, so one of the guys, um, so it's kind of, there's some backstory to this. Okay. I, I grew up um, just outside of Cleveland in a tiny little town called Painesville in Perry, Ohio. And um, the local comic book shop in the mall where I used to hang out, <laughs> team, it wasn't there at the time, but since then, they actually hosted my first um, ever comic book signing. Okay. For the in March. Um, got to be friends with them, and the owner turns out he's good friends with the um, the people who run Baltimore Comic Con. And you know, Baltimore is just like the best. It, it's such a great comics-based show. Um, you know, I've been going to Comic uh, San Diego for ten years, um, and that I let me tell you about seven years ago we went, and it was like a Friday afternoon, and I was walking through the sales pavilion. And there were all of these cashiers just set up and nobody there to sell badges for the next <laughs> year. <laughs> and I remember distinctly walking by and going, well, I guess I, I should, you know, I'm here. Why don't I just buy my badge? And, and if heard. anybody has ever tried to get a badge for Comic-Con in the last five years, it's like the Hunger Games. You have to kill multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, you know, Baltimore is a very... Um, comic book focused mm -hmm. show and I experienced that I, I you know I had a really good sales with comic books and you know uh, a lot of people uh, there were a lot of comic book fans that I got to talk to and a lot of people like Kevin who I hadn't ever met from Twitter from Twitter and I got to meet him and so I, I loved the show and I would love to go back next year now would you love this show as much if you didn't get to meet Kevin Cuff <laughs> Like, I mean, where, honestly, would where would it, it more? It would, lo it would love it more. <laughs> it, would, it would have been just a total dumpster fire. If oh, I had gosh. He's, he's being too kind now. <laughs> well, Baltimore Con, it's, it, if, it's a really fun show. I, I, I've done Baltimore in the past, and it's just you get this crowd of people that are just hungry for comics. And it's weird because you're indeed the metro of D.C., Baltimore area, and for the longest time, there wasn't a real big show around that area except for Baltimore. So every year, it's just like the same cast would come, the same people, and you would just kind of kind of network and make friends. And I really enjoyed Baltimore. And you get to spend time in the Inner Harbor, which is beautiful. Which and I loved. I've never been to Baltimore, and as soon as I got off the um, plane, I was in the Uber, and it was at night, and I was driving by, and I drove by the uh, Raven Stadium and it was all lit up purple. And I'm like, well, I could, I could kind of get into this. This is Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, but then, like, I remember the first year I went to Baltimore Comic Con, I was staying at the Hilton. And um, we got there on a Friday night and we were hanging out. We were like, so where, do, where should we go? What should we do? And the dude was like, 
don't leave the inner harbor. <laughs> like, like, you made it sound like if you left the inner harbor, you'd be walking into like East Berlin and you could no, be you walk into the wire. Russians. Yeah. Essentially the it's the wire. And I was like, Oh fun. That's amazing. So, yeah. One wrong turn and suddenly you're vaporized. Right. Yeah. I, I was looking for a, a Vaughn. What was it called? It was, my wife, they have great oatmeal. I forget the name of the place. We went there in Manhattan, uh, the Bon Bon or something like that. I don't know. It was some like, cafe or whatever but they're kind of all over the place and i found one in baltimore i was like dude this is really great i want to have breakfast there so i, I made my way there and i just walked into the wrong part of baltimore and I, I left quickly it was a real bummer it was a real bummer i've never felt more afraid in my life at six o'clock in the morning my baltimore experience was um so nikki was like you can stay with my friends so they gave me their room key so dumbass me puts the room key in my pocket with my cell phone that uh-huh. I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. Oh, so you demagnetized it. I did. Oh, yeah. fun. Okay. So, so I like, remember I, this story. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the bar. I'm hanging out. Like I hang out after the, after the bar with uh with Donovan and Nikki, and we're in a hotel room with like other comic book creators, and we're just talking and drinking beer. And then they're like, well, we're going to turn in. We're going to go to bed. I was like, yeah, I got to look up where, where I'm going on my phone. So I look it up, and I'm like, okay, it's a 15-minute walk. I'm just going to walk there. And Eric's like, don't walk in Baltimore. Take an Uber. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm from New York. I'm good. I'm not going to really worry about Baltimore. He's like, seriously, take an Uber. I was like, I'm going to be fine. So I walk. Omar going to get you. <laughs> I know. I was walking through the neighborhoods, and I felt like someone was going to yell, Omar is coming. <laughs> uh, but, but I was going – to like this days in or something and it was way down there like 15 minutes and i'm walking through baltimore it's 3 30 a.m and i'm looking around and there's like people like there's still people on the streets and they're looking at me and i'm just like okay well maybe it wasn't the best idea <laughs> the and i try the key and it doesn't work and i go oh i'm fucked now i'm sleeping in my car i heard though good thing i heard you they were going to cut your kidney out and sell it on the black market so it probably worked best this way if i could have got a room for a kidney i would have traded <laughs> All right. yeah, yeah he gets a he gets a, a cut of that sale plus he gets <laughs> one of his kidneys so yeah. pay, pay for your table so um <laughs> so how are things going with you at vaults are you digging they got a lot of hot stuff going on over there man and you i mean you're doing a comic <laughs> with uh with mark Wahlberg for god's yeah. sakes how did you manage that one um uh, very carefully very, very <laughs> No, you know, I I just love Vault, and I love the guys at Vault, and I and I have so much respect for them as creators and as people. And my experience with Vault start started, gosh, um, I mean, way before Vault was Vault. So I don't know if you know any of the backstory of Vault, but these guys were sort of self—they're publishing their own stuff under this label called CME, and it was graphic novels, and it was sort of art art you know, art-based graphic novels, which were great. Um, None of the floppies that they do now. And so for probably about three, four years, I would go to their table at at cons and just um, buy their stuff because I loved it so much. Um, And I got to talking to them. And after two, you know, a couple years of seeing them at these conventions, I saw them at Kamikaze, what was Kamikaze, which is now the LA Comic-Con, like four years ago. Um, and I just thought these dudes are really cool. I don't know what their plan is, but I'm going to pitch them. I'm going to send them an email and pitch them this idea, which, which became powerless. And I pitched it to them and it was like the height of my writing, not the height, but at that point, that was the high point of my writing career because I got this email back from Damien that said, I think this is a great idea. Let's talk more about it. And I was like, I was about ready to jump out of my skin <laughs> because it was like somebody actually liked something that I did or yeah. that I wrote. And so um, I'm like waiting on pins and needles. It was, it was October and I didn't hear back from them until, you know, January or something. <laughs> you know, the song. And dance, yes. Right? It's, it's, it's the, it's the world that we live in where you hear so many no's that when you get a, and eh, this isn't awful. You're just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like this is the best thing in my life. You know, <laughs> I might have told you that it was the best thing they'd ever read. And really what they said was, it's not awful. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> I don't want to punch you in the face. It's like, that's cool. I'll take that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we started working together and unbeknownst to me behind the scenes, they were actually working on this idea of launching Vault Comics. 
And so in tandem with them developing Vault and these titles, I, I got to sort of develop my, my series with them. And so Powerless came out in March, and it's my first, you know, it was my first, uh, you know, major publishing you know, opportunity. Um, and they've been fantastic all the way through from editorial to, uh, you know, pub publicity support and marketing support and, and you know, and, it, and then it sort of led into Alien Bounty Hunter. <laughs> so... Um, we worked so well together that Adrian um, came to me and said, Do you, we've got this other title that we're going to launch called Alien Bounty Hunter, and we've got some really um, exciting things happening with it. We were wondering if maybe you might be interested in coming on board to co-write. And I looked at him and I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't, and Mark Wahlberg, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. 100,000% <laughs> like yes, I'm in. Um, so are you officially now a member of the Funky Bunch? <laughs> the entourage. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Okay. Are you turtle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually a lawyer by day. So whoever I know, I know. <laughs> the, the, whoever the lawyer was on the show. Um uh no, but it's been great. I mean, they've been they've really let us sort of do our comics thing, which I think is really important. They so did you meet him? Did you meet Marky Mark? I mean, we please I, let's call him Mark Wahlberg for God's sake. I want to call Marky him Mark. Marky Mark. Marky Mark was a long time ago. I mean, this guy yeah. was in the guy was in Boogie Nights. He's been in some really great films. Let's at least give him a last name. I like Marky Mark. He's Good been involved. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, definitely in meetings we didn't call him. Oh, okay. We called him. No, just well, he can. Um, from what I understand, too, he can throw hands. Like that dude can fight. So I don't know if I'd call him Marky Mark into his face. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a turtle here from Honoraj and be like, it'd be worth getting knocked out. Like, like, <laughs> you know, just, just stringing a sentence together is kind of a, a achievement, right? People. Um, no, Keith's been like like I said, they've been very they've they've let us sort of take the reins on this. That's cool. And make it into a cool comic book story, and then when it goes, you know, it. it uh, has its own life in the uh, film and TV worlds. You know, there's there's other people who are going to be involved with that. And so, so when are you going to get rich from that idea? Because you are the co-writer. Like, when's the big fucking money truck show up at your house? The big Briggs truck um, and the guys with the fucking guns on their sides and the big bags with the dollar signs on. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the pulp brick and the pulp fiction briefcase. Yeah. Like, when does that happen? Oh my god! And Sam Jackson actually delivers it himself. <laughs> Open this motherfucker. <laughs> in my head boom yeah. um, uh, you know I, I th those things are sort of beyond my pay grade at the moment so, um, just don't say things, why David don't say what <laughs> I know there's things happening but you know we're actually only um, two issues out okay of okay. the five issue arc right now so um, I th you know we want it we really want to build the buzz for the uh, um, comic book and get you know good solid following because you know how these things yeah. work in Hollywood. It's like if if, you, if something catches fire, then everybody in Hollywood wants it. Right. So, um, you know, we're sort of focused on that right now. Well, that's very impressive. And you're a screenwriter by trade, correct? Um, yeah, you know, I, I've, do, I've done some screenwriting. I'm currently working on a, a couple of really cool features, a thriller, a horror movie, and um, it's really great sci-fi all-ages film that I just – Door. I can tell you're smiling from here to ear. You just brought it up and you're smiling. That's fantastic. It's um, it's like you know I love everything, '80s, um, and it's like this. It's called the Terrestrials, and it's basically picture Goonies but set on Mars. Okay. Okay. So it's like all the firstborn kids on Mars end up going on this grand adventure on Mars to uncover sort of. Stumble upon the secrets of the universe. So, so why not? Why not do a comic? Why not make this a comic book first? Like, what's the difference between writing film and comics? That's a good question. Thank you. I mean, I you know I'll be here all week. Folks. I'll be here all week. Um, remember what you're talking about with all those bags with the dollar signs? Yeah, on them? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know, I think ideas really. Um, when when I think of ideas, I they sort of exist. I think of them in the in in the medium that they come to me. So this this story really came sort of almost fully formed as a movie. Okay. Right? 
And so if, you know, there's, I know there's some criticism on, on Twitter and in the comics community about, you know, film and comics sort of overlapping and adapting one to the other and that sort of thing. The opportunity presents itself to make it into a comic. I think it can be a fantastic comic if, um, if I approach it or if, you know, anybody else approaches it to make it into a comic, mm -hmm. not just adapt a film into a comic book. You know, some of the things that we were talking about with Alien Bounty Hunter is, you know, we got, we got dragged a little bit on Twitter when it was announced that Mark Wahlberg and um, Steve Levinson and um, our other fantastic producer, FJ, FJ DeSanto, shout out to FJ. Um, <laughs> he's a big, he's a big fan. He's a big fan. He's a big fan. <laughs> he said he had to mention him. So yeah. Oh, I've got lots. I've got lots to say. Um, <laughs> um, You're going to turn this into a TRL episode, for God's sakes. Right? right. <laughs> I just dated myself with that reference. I apologize. <laughs> um, no, so, so uh, you know, we got dragged a little bit when people were saying, oh, it's just, Alien Bounty Hunter is just a film that they're just sort of making a comic in order to make a film. And I think with two issues out, anybody who reads it can see that what we really set out to do was make this a fantastic comic book. Mm -hmm. so what happens down the line with the film is, you know, what's going to happen, you know, as they adapt it. Yeah. But our goal was to make a good comic book. And I, and I hope people have seen that we've used the medium and we've used, um, you know, the comics page to, to make the story that we wanted for the comic book. Well, I also think people that are, are on Twitter saying that are probably also uh, salty and a little jealous yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of there's that stuff that kind of go. Yeah, I mean, there's you hate to say it, but yeah. it does. I mean, Twitter's a fantastic place to go uh, to to network and to have a good time. But man, if you're feeling salty, then that's that's the social media platform for you, my oh. friend. <laughs> I know. And you know what drove me nuts because it's these. It's you know, people would make these comments in the book. It's just been announced. It's like nobody knows anything about what it's going to look like on it on the page how it's going to read and so they just come out with it and i can tell you friends i have read the first issue now i, I didn't know the second issue dropped but the first issue was good i liked it so that's the kevin cuff seal of approval right there no yeah but, yeah but i'm the most unsalty guy on twitter so <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't take my advice if you're I've seen people. you throw some salt at some people, now, motherfucker. Twitter? What are you talking about? Come on, a couple of times. It, it a couple has. of times. A couple of times. I've I've seen you throw. I was like, Kev, you got to delete that, man. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You ruthless. You go too hard. You're ruthless, son. You're ruthless." Bob just slides into those DMs like Kevin. Yeah. Um, we need to talk. Yeah, you got to <laughs> delete that one, my man. <laughs> that ain't is. It that's, has happened. He's that's not, not as vague as you think it may be. <laughs> that's funny. There was a Family Guy episode. I don't know if you guys watch it, but there was a Family Guy episode recently where uh, Brian tweeted out something that was uh, just totally racist. <laughs> as Twitter lost its mind and he got excommunicated from the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, uh, David, you are the first person to use the terminology slide up in the DMs up on this podcast. So <laughs> congratulations, my friend. We're going to get you like a little award, like a medal or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've got uh, you got Powerless out. Is that still like, are we going to get a trade with that soon? Are you still working on single issues or? Yeah, you know, the trade's coming out in, uh, next year. Um, oh, killer. Vault just tweeted out this really cool graphic on their um it's at the vault comics on Twitter for, for everybody listening. Um, really cool graphic that sort of showed all of the, I think there's 12 titles now mm -hmm. um, going into trades in 2018. And Tim Daniel did all the design for them. And he's just, oh, Tim's listening. the best. He's the best. And it, yeah, I was listening to um, the episode where you talked to uh, Elliot Ray Hall. Um, <laughs> and you guys, <laughs> He's talking about his gray beard and his gray hair and yeah, handsome devil, right? I love um, Tim. He's a good dude, man. Oh, he's like I, I, I'll, I'll send him these totally random requests. It's like Tim, you know, can you, can what would you be? Would you have time to do this for me or you know this or I don't understand this? And he just every time it's always right back to me, and he always has time, which I think is amazing. Tim, Tim did something super nice for me this past Friday, so that was. I was joking around, and I think he listened to the episode where I was like, "You get Elliot and and Bob were talking about how great Tim did, Tim is," and then I was like, 
and I was joking around and I said, fuck him. And I was playing. And then I was like, he must have listened to it because then he did that. And I was like, I was playing. I'm joking, Tim. So um, I actually <laughs> I got felt bad. <laughs> don't, don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I got to meet him in person again at um, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Which I, you know, I'd only corresponded with him over email. And he's just as nice in person. So, um but anyway, the trades for Vault are um, going to drop in 2018. And then Powerless is four issues. Um, and uh, if you want me to describe what it is. Sure, go ahead. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah. We want people to read it. Yeah, I, I would love people to um, pick it up. So there's. <laughs> yeah, that, that was very like, yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it. Like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome, yeah. Um, no, the four issues are out, and it's it's a full story arc. And it's basically set, It's it takes the idea of like superpowers and um, flips it on its head. So everybody on the planet, um, through like evolution, has developed um, some sort of superhuman ability. So that's like 7 billion people with powers, right? Wow. But there's this virus that if you get infected with it, you lose your power. You become powerless. And the, there's this quarantine sort of government organization that's hunting down everybody who's infected to stop the spread of the virus. Mm-hmm. And the people who are infected are forming like this underground insurgency to fight back. Ah. So imagine it's like, a, it's kind of like an X-Men type concept, but if you flipped it on its head. And the reason... And the reason I, I wanted to flip it on its head because I think X-Men and superpowers are awesome. And I know they explore themes of like being an outsider and being different. But I always, I always thought, well, if you can walk through walls or you can start fires with your hands or you do all these kind of cool stuff, um, you may be an outsider, but you're still pretty damn cool as a person. <laughs> pretty cool stuff. Yeah. What I wanted to explore is what if we were the ones who were the outsiders and people who can start fires and walk through walls and fly were the ones who are persecuting us. Okay. Okay. And so how, where do you find power? How do you find power? Where do you fit in this world? And <clears throat> sort of explores those themes. Um, and then in 2018, we're having a new story arc. There's one oh, character. Oh, nice. Yeah, so there's one character. And it's designed, we're, we're sort of approaching it for returning um, readers and um, new fans to come into the series. Okay. So there's one character, one main character, and her name is Switch, and she has the ability to um, swap places with any person she can see. So imagine I have a gun and I shoot at you, Bob. And not me. I have a family. Come, on, I got I'm two kids upstairs. I'm taking care of upstairs. Have families, God. So you're, yeah. Don't, not us. Somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> Okay, imagine Kevin. I'll take the bullet. I'll take the bullet. Right, I can't like Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Kevin. My has power a gun. is I'm bulletproof. <laughs> right. No, imagine Kevin has a gun. He's shooting. He's pointing it at me. So I'm the one. Okay. Um, okay. If I'm Switch, I can actually swap places with him fast enough that he shoots himself. Oh, that's pretty neat. Okay. Yeah. So she's, um, you know, she's African American and she's gay, and this story arc we're really leaning into. Like who she is, she's got to go and track down. There's like one more infected who's leading the like insurgency. Okay, he's gonna go on like this almost like a bounty hunt to hunt her down, and we're gonna explore some of the some of the um, themes you might might recognize from our current <laughs> society, our current uh, political situation about being an outsider and that sort of thing. That sounds killer, man. And I like the idea of like, you've kind of built this sandbox with the first uh, kind of base and now you can kind of play with individual characters inside your world. That's very cool. And- yeah, and I'd love to do that. I'd love to go forward with, you know, a, 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 the, the next arc after that is maybe focused on a different character, a different That's killer. Um, yeah, so. It's really fun, man. And it's cool that, I mean, like you have a, a publishing arm with Vault that is willing to kind of support and uh, and publish this stuff. So that's fucking great for you, man. So that's unbelievable. That's really great. Awesome. Yeah, and I got a shout out to um, Nathan Gooden, who's the artist on Powerless. He's nice. just, he's one of the reasons I approached Vault way back, um, you know, years ago. I just loved his art. And I ended up landing him for Powerless, which was... Um, just fantastic. That sounds wonderful. That sounds yes. wonderful. The art is wonderful. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, and, and Vaults, they're doing some really great books. They got a good buzz. I mean, the, the, everybody we talk to who works with them, 
uh, is very excited about being there. So it sounds like it's very creator friendly because there's nothing worse than talking to a creator uh, who is with the publisher. Like, so how's it going over there? And they're like, Ugh. I know, <laughs> you know, like that's the fucking worst because you know it's sucks all you, over. I guess. Well, then you, like the thing is, if you were thinking about an idea and then you're like, it would fit perfectly here. Then you talk to somebody else. And you're like, Hey man, you have a book here. Like how does, how does it yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah. Well, I know there's some creators and, who, who, who are sort of jump ship from one place to the other, to another. And that's exactly the reason they do it. Yeah. Um, I feel totally spoiled at vault because they take the time to, to work with you to develop story. If it needs developing, they, I mean, and they're such nice people. That's just awesome. the Twitter interactions, they seem like great dudes. Yeah. Well, because you can tell dudes. they care. You can tell who's in this for, I guess, their own gain and who's in this for the medium. And I understand it's a business, so I'm sure the, the, the Wassel brothers are looking to make a dollar, but they're not just looking to make a dollar. Like, they care about comics. They care about the medium. They care about the, their creators. They're not just looking to be like, yeah, let's, well, just, I, let's just dump a shit ton of books out there and see what hits the wall, you know? Oh, I know, right? Um, no, I, I can tell you from personal experience, they, the, their goal, I think, is to um, make, make enough money to, to be able to make more of these books, yeah. right? To, be, to just be an ongoing um, machine of the best sci-fi and fantasy out there. And, you know, I've read all of their books that have come out, and I've read some of the stuff that's, that's coming down the pike, and their editorial standards are so high that nothing that they're publishing is um, anything less than excellent. Which is great. Yeah. You know? I can, you know, it's funny. I can tell because I have creators come up to me all the time. To, like people who you might recognize, I'm not going to name any names, but name, no. you, might, you may have seen out there and talking about, well, what's Vault like? And sort of curious about what Vault is. And I think yeah. that's because of who they are. And, you know who, how they present themselves. He's not going to name any names because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too obvious, so we'll just call him K Cuff. Oh, no, no that's, that's too, too obvious. obvious. Call him Kevin, Kevin C. C. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, it, it is. I mean, because people that are in the industry and people that are around the industry, they know what's up, and they can tell when creators are genuinely excited about their publisher and or when they're just trying to pump their own stuff like you see more creators from vault pumping all of vault stuff as opposed to just pumping their stuff or or, or other people's yeah stuff. yeah like that's what i'm saying like click. they pump the line not just their book and a lot of times you can tell what somebody's up to with their publisher when they're just talking about their stuff if that <laughs> well, makes sense you know, and all ships rise with the tide. And exactly. The more everybody is successful, the more everybody is successful, you know. So, um, and I, you know, I've talked to so many of these creators that are with Vault and they're doing books with other publishers. And I just, uh, you, you want to support them because they're such cool people. Yeah. You know? And so it's such a small community. It's it really is. Family. Um, and it was, uh, I was texting back and forth with Kevin, um, <laughs> and Elliot, yeah. yeah and somebody's somebody's name came up he's like oh we just had him it was elliot and we just had him on the podcast i was like oh he's doing cult classic and you know it's just it was a total coincidence that that happened but yeah. it's because it's a small world it is it really is you know they're all the, everybody kind of knows each other that's why like it's we i mean except like if you're like eating at the big kid table then you don't give a shit what happens beneath you but i think like there's just like a, a collection of people that are all kind of milling around together that all kind of know each other and it's nice that everyone that we've interacted with on that level they're all very cool people you know yeah, they're all really down to earth and nice yeah, yeah. and Pete, you know the, the the creators who are up at you know the, the big kids table like to say um i think they're really missing out you know this is such a cool community. Yeah. I don't think they're missing out, man. I think we're <laughs> yeah. on the big kids table. I think that that's what it is. <laughs> I, I think, you know, I think there's a, I would love to occupy that space where you're sort of going back and forth, you know, yeah. and I think there is like Matt Rosenberg. He is, he's literally embodying what I would love to do in comics, which yes. is play in the sandboxes of the big two and then come back and make four kids walk into a bank yeah. or, um, you know, cool indie stuff. And he hasn't lost 
you know, doing all the Marvel stuff that he's done, um, he hasn't lost any of his edge that he got from indie comics. Yeah. But see, but the thing about that dude is like, he's another one of those cats that just loves the medium. Like he lives comics and, and I mean, and every Wednesday, if you follow him on Twitter, it's, these are all the book sets that are coming out. You should pick them up. And I can tell you that when my book came out last year and he mentioned me, I, almost wet my pants i was like wow i it's like i felt like i arrived you know it was it was a it was a nice feeling you know and it was cool and he's a good dude i've met him in person he's a nice cat and that's and he's super fucking talented yeah that's the main thing everything i've ever read that he's done like from we can never go home to just fucking rules my face it's fucking great (laughs) stuff it's it's no other way around it like and and bob and i have this conversation once a week about how awesome that was and and the funny and the funny part is we have it with other creators everybody's just like that guy's a fucking beast. The first time I read Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, I read issue one and I went, I got to read it again. Because I just was sat down. One, was that the one where you, he opened with the D&D? Yes, yes. the D&D campaign. Yes. Yeah. It was so and, good. Yeah, and it was so good. And I just, it, was, it just yeah. blew my mind because uh, I just love that, love the whole, the dialogue doesn't fit at all the visuals. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that idea. He's great. He's great. And like, Again, we talk about him every week. If you listen to this podcast and you turned it into a drinking game, every time we mention how awesome Matt Rosenberg is, if you did a shot, you'd be shit-faced every week. Like, yeah. every week, you would just be fucking flat dead, flat out drunk. Well, uh, but enough about him. When <laughs> does uh, Alien Bounty Hunter 3 come out? When can um, we expect think, issue 3? I think it's early 2018. I don't know if we've gotten exactly if it's January, February. Okay. Um, but it's imminent. Okay. Um, and then you know the the it's five issue arc. So by the by, um, early to mid next year, the the arc will be finished, and then awesome. on to trade. Now, when will Powerless Two? Is that is that safe to call it Powerless Two, or what does it have a title yet? Arc Two, Volume It's two. called Switch. Okay. Oh, Switch. And the Powerless Switch. Okay. And so we're actually re- starting with number one of this arc. Okay. So when um, will that be hitting stores? When can we um, expect that? Uh, June. Ooh, and, fun. Um, yeah, so so we're shooting for June, and the reason why I want to shoot for June is because it's it's Pride Month, and we want to do a, a Pride cover for the first issue. Oh, that's awesome! And so that's you know, cool. We'll lead up to that. Yeah, that's, that's great. So, that's, you know, those LGBT issues are something that's really important to me and important to be represented in the comics, and that's another reason why we sort of leaned into her character for this new arc is because you know I there's a lot of you know, now we're seeing a lot of LGBTQ stories where it's not where the gay care the characters being gay isn't the issue. Yeah, it's like they're 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 just characters yeah. who happen to be gay, and then you what are we them. gonna do? It's like you don't have that issue. You don't have that's not an arc anymore. Of like it's not a what? coming out. Yeah, story. yeah. It's just like here I am, dude. You know. Yeah, it's like it's almost like that's sort of the way I approached Switch in the first arc was. You don't even know that she's gay until um, the second issue. And in the second issue, you find out just through circumstance, not because she tells anybody, not because she, you know, there's some uh, narration that I put in there. It's right, just. Right. Because in the first issue, you kind of think she's into the other male lead, the male lead with the son that plays baseball. Yeah. Like I got the impression that like, that's what you were going for. Like that was the, the like mislead there was like, you get the impression, but then you find out they're just buddies. So like, well, yeah, and she's like a big sister to them. Right. So, um, yeah, so so that's, uh, it's important to me to have that kind of representation and to keep, to continue that, that tradition that we're seeing or that trend that we're seeing now to just put LGBTQ characters into, sto- into stories mm-hmm. as opposed to make stories about those characters is, I, I think it's great to, to keep doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So, um... You were fantastic, David. We'd love to have you on. Maybe when we get closer to uh, June, you can come back and we can talk more about the book that's getting ready to come out. He you should definitely come back. A wonderful so fellow. Wonderful fella. And, and you should definitely tell Vault to hire us. Like the, 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 Again, you can't just do that. It doesn't work that way. I we, just listened to the last podcast. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah, like you just you can't. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm not serious. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. him. I don't believe him. You can, or you can at least, or you can at least wait till he's gone before you start doing shit like that. Oh. I like the idea of the subliminal. 
just a, like a low hum <laughs> under the whole pod. You like that idea? I told I can, you that was a good idea. Um, I could I, probably try it. Um, maybe I'll do it on like if it's – I wouldn't do that to a guest because I would feel like it would be a disrespect to the guest. Maybe if it was just Kevin and I talking, then I would do it. It would be like a Led Zeppelin backmasking thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, what, like, Evan. what was the movie with um, Will Ferrell? Kill the Prime Minister of Malaysia. <laughs> oh, that's uh, uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. opening for every podcast should be, hey, this is our podcast, blah, blah, blah. Hire, vault, hire us. <laughs> I, I just want to make books, man. That's all we're working on. We, we're no, just, we just, we're just hustling. Books. Just hustling. Just hustling. I tease about that, but I'm not really serious. You know how it is. You got to hustle, I'm sort of man. serious, not really serious. You're 100% oh serious. It's double, double. It is. Get out there and push your books. and Because you're doing everything. You're... You're the marketer. You're the. You're setting up your appearances. You're the editor. You're the. I mean, you do cons. it all. Yeah. You're doing cons yourself. Yeah. You know, nobody. That's the one thing that I've learned this year. Being, um, you know, having my first comic come out is that nobody is going to make you successful. Yeah. People. That's your job. Yeah. You, but nobody is going to come up, come up to me, grab me by the wrist, and say, "Hey, let's." I, you know, I want to make you a famous comic book writer. Yeah. You have to do everything yourself. And, um, you know, if you don't do that, it's so easy to slip through the cracks. Yeah. Except for Follow Friday, baby. You don't have to do that yourself. Oh, That's my God. I freaking love that. If you bragged <laughs> about it, and the, the Bob's making fun of you for I make it. It's all love, baby. It's all love. <laughs> You know, I love, it's all, the I love the thing that happens to me on Fridays and I wake up and there's, I see the little icon on my phone on Twitter that says 20 <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, I know that's the cap. So I know there's more than 20 notifications. <laughs> Best thing ever. And it's all various uh, Steve Carell gifts from the office. It's wonderful. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, mean <laughs> I started doing it because I was like, I like these people that make comics. So, and then it, it just kept growing as far as like people who would like message me and be like, Hey, can I get on that follow Friday thing? I'm like, yeah. And sure. now you're an institution. I, I well, wouldn't, I'll, I'll I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I started, I didn't even use Twitter very much before I started, the comic came out. So at the beginning of the year, I think I had 130 followers and you know, I'm up to almost 800 now. And that's They're not nice. a big number in the grand Twitter verse. But that's in no small part to um, Kevin sort of. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of Kevin Twitter followers because of that. No, it's it's, it's in all no like, small part to Kevin. It has it has nothing to do to Ke with Kevin. It has it's to do. It's all with, about you, Dave. It's all about comic, you. Yeah, and and, and what you. you and your work, what you did in comics, and and also it has to do with uh, what I would say is the people who read comics are actually paying attention to that, and I, that's kind of cool. You're great. Like, not yeah. me, him. Hey. No, I'm saying David's great. I wasn't saying okay. you're great, Kev. I'm not great. Yeah. You, 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 I, you, I. You, I, too. I think Well, David, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming mm -hmm. on. We really appreciate it. Again, we'll have you back in June when we get closer to, uh, to Powerless, tw or is it uh, Switch Powerless or Powerless, powerless Switch? Oh, switch. I like it. I like it. So we'll have you on when we get closer to that. And uh, again, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. This is Thank awesome. You. All right. That was David Booher. Uh, from Vault Comics. His book is Powerless. It's out now. He's also writing Alien Bounty Hunter with Mark Wahlberg. Um, so yeah, check all that stuff out, man. Vault's doing some good stuff. I believe it's vaultcomics.com, I believe. Yeah, um, or, or you can follow him on Twitter at TheVaultComics. I just know that because I want a job there. I'm Vault sorry. Comics, and you have no problem telling everyone that'll listen. Vault Comics, it's vaultcomics.com. So check that I, out. I give no fucks. No, yeah, I can tell, man. Um, uh, yeah, so that, but I guess that's how things get done in this world, right? Who knows? I don't fucking know. If I keep on asking, they, they'll eventually have to say yes. I mean, or they'll just, just hire like, me and Bob, or they'll get like a restraining order, or or unfollow me on Twitter, and I'll be like, oh well, that's what that's what happens when you when you get too hard. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, whatever with you guys. Whatever. Now, now, now you guys get a crazy gift for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
So, uh, so yeah, man. So there you go. Um, next week, who we have it on next week? Next week we have uh, Tony Gregory. Oh, who also okay. works on a vault book. We got to break that up. That we that's three in a row. Like that's okay. tic tac toe. I mean, because then you're just going to ask him for a job too, and I'm going to be uncomfortable. And like, I just feel like this is the 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 Kevin Vault run of high my, my whole purpose in life is to make you uncomfortable. That's sir. it's working. Well. You may not, you can't tell because I have this very. Cool, you can't see his face. Yeah, you're yeah. very. You have a very cool demeanor most of the time, but but you look very uncomfortable right now. I am. It's because I have to shit. Oh no, well. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. So we'll have Tony Gregory on next week. I believe he works on that book with um with Rich uh, Ricardo Mo called like Deuce of Hearts. Yes, that's the yeah. book. And uh, I've, I I like Ricardo. He's a cool dude. He was one of the uh, Malar World winners. Oh, wh- yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, Ricard- Ricardo's a good... We- I've tried getting him on, but he's in England, and that's just like a total fucking math fuck we'd have to do. We'd have to do it on a Saturday. Or on like a Tuesday or whatever. I don't fucking know because it hurts my brain to think about. We can figure it out someday. No, we can't today. because we're stupid. Stupid, we're not, stupid we're not idiots. Stupid. We're, we're pretty smart. Uh, uh, what it, I mean, you know, especially it, when we combine our brains, we're we're actually we're it, actually smart as like one average person. Yeah, intelligence is kind of. Well, that's a dump. That's a dump stat, you know, yeah, for, for barbarians a, anyway. It's a dump. Yeah, stat. not for me, baby. <laughs> not for me. So yeah. So um. So there you go. Uh, really great talking to David. He was a super cool guy. Go out and buy his books, man. Uh, do that dude a solid around Christmas time. Yeah, please do buy, buy buy his books. Check him out on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, again, always as always, we're gonna ask you to uh, follow us on Twitter at yeah. the Word Bros. The uh, was it, the underscore Word Bros. Right. I believe it's a uh, word underscore bros. There it is. That's it. And yep, word it, underscore bros at on, word underscore bros on Twitter on and, tweeters. And, and if you do uh, subscribe to the show, please leave us a review that helps us move up in the rankings and gets more people to listen to us talk about things that they probably don't want to hear about anyway. Yeah, man, you never know. I mean, we have a good time. We do have fun. Have a good time. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. As long as we're having fun. Have a good week. Yes. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>